And we are back, kind of, once again. If you're listening, yes, it sounds different because we're recording on Zoom. And by we, I'm talking about me and Marlon, the producer, co-host, Marlon Vargas is here. Our third co-host and producer is out with COVID, the coronavirus. That shit haunting everybody. Man, uh, Edwin has the coronavirus. Eric, a.k.a. YI, has the coronavirus. My girlfriend has the coronavirus. My child has the coronavirus. I technically don't have the coronavirus as of yet. I'm not positive. Um, I keep taking a lot of tests, trying my best to stay healthy, to stay clean, taking all precautions. But uh, I might get it. I don't know. I don't know. God will tell. The time will tell. I don't know. You know I might, I might stick it. God forbid, but it's inevitable. You feel me? My father has it. My coworker has it. My manager has it. My other coworker had it. He came back. I've had multiple scares. Thank God I've been coming out positive. I mean, not positive, negative. Um, I've had little symptoms here and there, but I keep coming out negative. So, you know, thank God for that. I'm not vaccinated. So it can get a little scary, but be good you'll be good god god got you bro this is crazy <laughs> yeah this is crazy man so zoom version of the podcast say it again what are you saying i said there's a lot there's a lot of people fucked <clears throat> yeah man uh we could we could talk about that let's keep it transparent and honest man in the midst of everyone providing content on youtube or everything you know on tv that you see that does has nothing to do with COVID, you know, it doesn't negate the fact that COVID is still happening and it's happening, I would say at a higher rate more than ever. This pandemic shit is really taking a second life, but even more fuller than the first time around. I feel like the first time around, we didn't know what the hell we were dealing with. And this time around, we knew what we were dealing with, but then some people, obviously you feel comfortable because it's holidays, you're kind of trying to act normal, celebrate your life, and especially with such a terrible year, all the deaths that's been happening, everything that's been occurring, you know, economically as well to this country. And then, boom, reality hits again, COVID. And not even just COVID, new variants. You know, we got we got the Omarion running rampant. <coughs> Omarion has a new career now. I don't make a whole ass video explaining. Oh, my God. He's not a variant. <laughs> Bro. I saw that shit during New Year's Eve countdown. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? This motherfucker really um, has an ad to promote his name and his well-being, that he's not the actual uh, COVID variant. That shit was hilarious. But it's it's happening, man. And we're from Rhode Island, the smallest state in the country of the United States, North America. For those who don't know, we have a lot of international listeners. But yeah, man, we're dealing with it at a crazy rate. And what's been the craziest experience with me... Marlon can say his after, but it's been the testing, how it went from being so easy to get a test, especially like going to a site to get tested, like it was easy, there was no lines, to now is worse than, I compare it to like whenever I line up for sneakers or rappers, for Yeezys or Jordans, it's worse than that, because it's literally a rat race across the whole state the cities within our state having to find free tests 
because you want to get tested because you hear that your family members have positive and you want to make sure you're negative, but then you want to get different types of tests. You don't know if you should get the rapid, the PCR, or should you get both? And then you get the rapid, but then the rapid is negative, but then your PCR might be positive. So you got to wait a couple of days for the PCR results. It's a fucking, a fucking pandemic for real. Uh, like by definition, going through this. Um, and in Rhode Island, it's been pretty crazy because they have a lot of sites, but these sites be backed up. They have weird hours. And some of them, they get so full and so backed up that they close down. Like today, they closed down a popular one. And then people had to relocate to another one nearby. And aside from that, the at-home tests, which were, again, easy to find, has been now, you can compare it to, like, Pokemon cards or these cards, the Prism cards I used to buy. When yeah. you try to go to these stores, bro, and you, you run in trying to get it, and then it's not there. Okay, no test yeah. here. You got to go to another pharmacy. Another pharmacy. They're limiting you to shit now. Yes, and I saw that. Just like the Pokemon card shit where you try to buy more than one, and now it's, it's, it's a sign that says one per person. So they're li- literally limiting it, which I get because one box usually does have two tests. And aside from that, you want to, you know, have some left for the people that are, you know, possibly worried that are not you. Like being, what do you call it? Just being, um, being a good citizen, I guess. Being a good citizen. And, you know, making sure that your people in your community also get tested, not selfish. They're not scalping them, right? You think they're scalping them? So this is something I looked into because, you know, uh, I'm about my business. <clears throat> so I was like, hold up. Obviously, you know, making sure I'm getting enough for my family and friends and everyone who might need some extra eventually, whether I sell them, give them free, whatever. But I was like, well, what about reselling? Like, is there an actual market for these you know, not necessarily that I necessarily would, but allegedly I might. And especially if it was like, oh, I randomly came upon like uh, 10 random boxes of tests and yeah. I might not need all of them, you know, and I got to get some food for my son, you know, uh, OSHA got to eat. But then I looked into it and it's like, really, like you can't resell it. There's none on eBay. There's none on Marketplace. It's almost as if once you post it, it gets taken down as if it's banned to sell it. You might get in trouble, 100%. Yeah, because um, what can I compare it to? I've, I did that before with... um. Bro, they do it now. It's happened to me multiple times with like PS5s and Xbox. There's been multiple times where I'll post something like on Facebook, Marketplace, mm-hmm. and it'll put they'll put it under review, and then they'll completely banned me from marketplace and they put my account on review in order for me to actually get back into marketplace not only to see stuff but to actually be able to like interact with people and shit it happens yeah. like recently with the most xbox like the most recent xbox that i got to sell yeah that's been happening a lot because um marketplace um reviewers and a lot of these communities on marketplace that run the like the administrators whatever they're called mm-hmm. they're very strict they don't want fucking um you to resell like it's as if like you're you're doing something negative they see it as like um like scalping or like you're you're causing a shortage in like xboxes like you're buying I, them all I, at the store. I get it i get it taking advantage but it's like i gotta i gotta get my bread somehow yeah i mean at, at the end of the day like i get it more likely when it comes to something medical but if we're talking about something that's used for entertainment and they always restock and they always make it. And if there's some stores might not have one per, if you can buy more yeah. of them, then it's like they can't necessarily 
you know, say nothing about that shit, man. That, at the end of the day, that's the part of the culture. That's what makes it yeah. popular and high demand. If something's not selling out and people are not, like, having a hard time getting it, then most likely uh, fucking uh, Molly, your son, Jacob, doesn't want that Xbox because if everyone has it, he doesn't want it. But if no one can get it and he's trying to be amongst the selective, exclusive people that have it, yeah. that's why Jacob's crying, Molly. So that's why he wants it, you know. No, so that's, that's how it is. I can definitely see why scalping would be seen as a negative thing. But it's like, you got to understand, I, I, I get it. Some people do be fucking forcing it with the prices and shit. But you have to understand, you're paying for that person's time. Have you ever tried to get a PlayStation or an Xbox? You're in front of a computer, your phone for fucking hours. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. You're fighting against bots as well. So it's it's not easy. You gotta understand. It's like your boy just spent three hours on a fucking computer trying to get that shit. Hell yeah, he's gonna try to get fucking eighty bucks off of you or something like that, a hundred dollars off you because what the fuck? He just wasted three hours of his fucking life. Yeah, blood, sweat, and tears. That's how it is. <laughs> yeah, and me and Marlon, we face it a lot. We deal with that shit a lot because we do. You could, I would say weekly, but to be honest, it's almost every day. It feels like there's like a new link, like a restock for like an Xbox or a PlayStation, and you got to be a Costco member, a Walmart member, this and that. And you could buy Amazon Prime member, blah blah blah. Every, it feels like almost every day. So every day. Yeah, so we 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 do this every day. Sometimes we get lucky, we get some shit. Most of the time, it's like impossible because there's so many people trying at the same time across the world. So that's real shit, man. But um, yeah, man. Happy New Year to all our listeners. This is the first episode of the New Year. Yeah, hopefully you don't got COVID. This is a terrible timing, starting the year with the coronavirus, but. At the end of the day, it is what it is, man. 2020, it was taken over by this infection. And now, 2021 was taken over by the infection. But now we're starting a new fucking year, 2022. And this shit is already starting off the rails. I don't know what the fuck to do. This is this is going to be... This is not... This is not in any time soon. Nah. Hell no. Oh, until we find like a uh, what do you call it? Like a cure? I guess this is not curable necessarily, but like a treatment that's not a vaccine that people can take. Um, we're 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 gonna deal with this for a while unless that that comes about. Bro, this is gonna be like like STDs. A hundred percent. This is gonna of- be STD. You're gonna have to before you go out with a girl or something. Now instead of uh, asking her. Oh, uh, or they don't ask, but they'd be like, oh, you want to do like, um, let's yeah. get STD tested. Like before we have sex, now you got to be like, uh, you're not going to ask, you got, you got protection. No, you, you got a COVID test. You got a vaccine. Are you vaccinated? Yeah, uh, you got the little card, like. Vaccination, vaccination is like a condom now. That shit, this shit is crazy. And there's levels of the vaccine, just like there's levels of condoms. What's the free one? Lifestyle. Lifestyle is like the Johnson & Johnson. Of the of the condoms, you gotta get the Pfizer. It's just like the the it's the Magnum, the, Trojan. the gold, the Trojan Magnum rubber, the real shit. I know if you get the rib and like the weird sensations, it's like in the middle. It's like the Moderna. It's the Moderna vaccine, you know. So you gotta aim for the high. 
some some people, you know, the, the goals might not work for them, so they, you know, yeah. they got to stuff some shit yeah. on there. <laughs> Yo, um, nah, but uh, it's real, man. This shit is real. I um, it's unimaginable. I can't believe it. Um, I I kind of predicted. I was like, I had a feeling, like you know, obviously holidays people are going to be around each other even me specifically like it was inevitable but i'm like "Eh, might not happen you know you might dodge bullets but (laughs) those bullets are impacted as we speak (laughs) this bulletproof vest ain't ain't, um as effective as i thought you know so everyone out there please stay safe um take care of yourself and if you have uh covid um, or if you're dealing with some similar situation where someone you know close to you has COVID, you're not alone, you know, and we're here to provide you still a conversation to listen to, a conversation to watch, like we do on a weekly basis here at CAP, um, the CA podcast. This is crazy. Um, an announcement, for those who don't know, we've talked about it for a while. I'm going to do like a more official video, and I think it's going to be dope to launch it on this day, but we're going to do a Patreon. The CA Patreon is coming. Um, it's going to be a subscription-based based platform. A lot of you people are aware with it. If you're on the YouTube platform, you're familiar with what Patreon is. But it's going to provide you guys with levels of tiers that you guys can pay at a monthly base. That way we can provide you extra exclusive content. And you can also help, you know, put some money in our pockets. That way we can up the production, up everything over here at the CA camp and keep providing you more and more and more content. Everything will and, never be implemented back into providing for you guys yeah you're not gonna see us on here with like a roly one day you know, you might see marlon pop up with a roly i don't know I don't I down. <laughs> imagine one night one episode to the next Versace down oh my what god what the fuck happened to them yeah nah, it's just well now nah, we might go we might go back in time we might we might start wearing our pods too we might even get humbler well, you know Versace shades and shit just posted over there I'm oh here, guys. I'm here. What are we gonna talk about today? Marlon got the classic circle circle shades from the the Beatles, John Lennon on right now. I can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's coming on Friday. The Patreon is launching publicly. It's gonna be patreon.com forward slash C Ambition. Patreon.com forward slash C Ambition, I believe, is gonna be the link. And uh it's gonna be it's gonna work on Friday because we can start with what's happening Friday. So, oh, our brother, El Fin de Semana, Abel, The Weeknd, is dropping his new album, Dawn, Friday. And not just Dawn, I guess the actual title is Dawn FM, almost like FM radio, I'm assuming, like the radio station. So, Dawn FM, Friday. So, uh, during that reaction, I'm going to make sure that the Patreon is promoted. It's going to be dope. I think it's going to work hand in hand. Uh, and aside from that, man, I'm just excited to listen to this fucking album. I, I can't believe that it's happening so soon. This fucking Don, we're about to experience this whole movement because every time he drops, it's like a fucking movement. And it's literally, what, four days away from our recording time? He's, he's, trying, crazy. he's trying to make the, the first quarter of 2022 his. Bro, he's really like coming for head top. Like right away, he's trying to fucking use as a headshot to the whole game. I I'm kind of shocked, you know. I don't know. It's weird. After Hours, right? So After Hours came out in 2019, but it still felt its impact 
for 2020. Um, wait, no, no, no. It came out. What year are we? 2020. We're, wait, wait, no. We're in 2022. It came out okay. 2020. It came out 2020. See, I'm yeah. already this this new year. Shit, I gotta get used to it. That's what that's what used to happen in school when I when you used to have to write the date. Like yeah. when new year came in, yeah. I at the end I would always put the older year by accident. I have to always always erase it. I'm like, oh shit, it's, it's, another, it's a nice it's a new year, you know. So 2020 was after I was dropped, impacted the whole world, performances everything. Then 2021 again impacted the whole world, Super Bowl everything happened 2021. And then now we have 2022, which I feel like is like this album after hours still has some sort of impact. But then we do have him. We gotta be honest. He has been previewing a new album, uh, new outfits. Does uh, didn't we get like a single? We got it didn't hit. It wasn't as strong. We got a single. I believe we got a single. Malone? No, that's uh, I think that might be a post Malone single. But before that, we have one. It was a single. It was almost like a Michael Jackson type of reminiscent record. And the music video was kind of crazy. It was all black leather, almost like in a club, very kind of almost raunchy, dirty, uh, BDM, BDM style. or What was it called? When the girls like kind of like give you pain and you like it, but like they wear leather. (laughs) That weird shit. I don't know. I don't know. That shit. Whatever that shit is called. He, yeah. He's into that shit. He's into that <laughs> shit. So we do have him, um, fucking partaking in that lifestyle, and that sort of sort of seems to be like the theme for this album. It was called what well, people thought it was gonna be called "The Dawn Is Coming," or maybe that was just the announcement, right? And then this like "Dawn" is the name of the album. That, that was the have, announcement, right? "Dawn Is Coming," yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And now we have the album being titled "Dawn FM," which. Reminds me of Vince Staples has an album that came out in 2018 called FM with an exclamation mark. It's like a radio album. If you listen to the whole album, it's hosted by Big Boy from LA. Big Boy, Big Boy in the morning, and like he's hosting it almost like a radio station. It's really dope. It's a really dope album. I like that album. Underrated, I would say. I like that um sort of like theme for an album, a project. And now we have this Don FM. Will he play into the radio aesthetic? It will be interesting to see. I don't know. I do know that he has a radio show. I call him, I think it's called Memento More or More or something like that on Apple Music, which he does from time to time. I'm not sure if he's going to tie that into this album. We do see that we have features randomly Jim Carrey, Quincy Jones, Tyler Creator, Lil Wayne, and one, one or Thrix Point Never. They call him OPN. I'm not sure who that, I'm not familiar with them, that that artist or that um, collective, whatever that is. But I'm definitely familiar with Jim Carrey. But Jim Carrey does not do music last time I checked. So, he might do, he might do like how, uh, uh, what was this guy's name with, with Wale's album? Mm, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. How, um, album, album about nothing. That would be interesting. Be but fun. that's what I would want. I would want that. That would be fucking amazing. You know, Jim Carrey tweeted today, he tweeted that he's like friends with Weekend and they had lunch or dinner last night, something, they were hanging out. So, and they're like good friends. I'm like, what the fuck? That is amazing. I love Jim Carrey. He's one of my best fucking, that's probably, he might go to, yeah, he's probably the best comedic actor of all time. Jim Carrey is hard to top Jim Carrey. You know, it's hard to top Jim Carrey. He's one of the goats and he's very, um, 
not necessarily, you could say for lack of better terms, politically inclined, um, but he's aware of everything happening in the world and he always comments on it. He's now an artist, so I know he draws a lot and paints a lot. So he recently has been doing like a lot of like, during the Trump time, he did like Trump paintings of like kind of mimicking and making fun of Trump. And like, he's always a part of the culture in his own way, especially artistically, Jim Carrey. So I know he's very uh, self-aware. And even when he's not actually, you know, being what doctor, was it Dr. Egg or Dr. Evil on Sonic? Sonic the Hedgehog? I think I forgot the Sonic's uh, enemy. He was him? Yeah, he was an enemy in Sonic. You know, when he's not doing movies and shit like that, he's he's a part of the conversation somehow. And I'm excited. That's probably what I'm excited the most for. Because I know Lil Wayne, probably my favorite rapper of all time. I know he's going to do Lil Wayne. He's going to rap his ass off. Which is another interesting thing, though, because think about it. When's the last time we saw The Weeknd and Lil Wayne? Probably that Weeknd song off of uh, Lil Wayne's mixtape. Uh was it sorry for the wait too or something like that or dedication it was one of them when he did that song remember it was just a weekend by himself um it was like um damn it was like no i don't think even Lil wayne just did the outro it was like um dedication something something but in the beginning everything is the weekend he goes um fuck up with her clothes on put it to the side put it to the side like a monsoon getting wet with the sun like a monsoon Got clothes, got dreams, and a whole time. I'm good. It's called I'm good. Oh, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good. I'm yeah, good. yeah. You remember that one? Remember, we used to go hard that one. That's I'm good. That's hard, that song. So, I'm good. That's just hard. So that song, that's the last time we heard. But they weren't even really collaborating. Like, really, really. It was just like, uh, almost how Kendrick did the interlude on Drake's album like that. Like, in and out. But not actually, you know, collabing. collabing. Yeah. So this time around, it might be the same shit, but Wayne's version. Like an interlude by Lil Wayne. We don't know what the fuck is about to happen. But these are big names. Tyler Creator. They haven't worked together, from my recollection. But it makes perfect sense. They're both, yeah, they're both, um, you know, into that production since, you know, all that writing. They're really into the music shit. So this is this that might be the biggest. Who knows? That might be the biggest collaboration on this album. And then we have Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones is arguably the best music producer of all time orchestrating classic albums, classic artists, um, creating classic shows, creating the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, creating Michael Jackson fucking project. Quincy Jones is, is Quincy Jones. Legend. He's still alive, and it's dope that we get to see him now work with The Weeknd. But it's like, this shit is so random, because it is called Don FM, and then we don't have really much. I think by the time this comes out, we might have a cover art. So that's going to be on Tuesday. We're going to get the cover art. Um, but yeah, man, we'll, we'll talk about it on the podcast next week. And the reaction is going to come out probably Friday with the album. But I'm excited, man. I'm very excited. The dawn is coming, guys. Shout out to the Weekend Fandom. We're part of the Weekend Fandom. We're very synonymous with Abel. He's posted us on his story before, Instagram story. He's tweeted at us before, retweeted us. So shout out to you, Abel, if you're watching this. Um, Let's, I would say let's work, but uh, you might catch COVID, so you might have to. <laughs> yeah, next shit. album. Yeah, next album. We can't do shit. Unless you do a video next month or something, like a music video. We can do something, but, you know. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of tight that he's dropping his album without reaching out to us. I thought he might have reached out before his next rollout fully started. I kind of had high hopes. Maybe I'm the dumb guy. Um, 
But he's fucking doing it without us. So fuck it. El fin de semana is striking again. I can't complain. You know, new weekend music. It's like Christmas all over again. You know, two weeks later, we're still getting Christmas gifts. That's how that's how God works, man. So Abel, Friday coming. Friday, we're also getting quick uh quick note. Uh, Gunna is dropping on Friday. Gunna's album, Drip Season Four, the fourth installment to Drip Season, that is coming on Friday. So that was already announced before the weekend confirmed that this album was coming. So now we're gonna have two melodic type of vibes. You know, obviously Gunna's more rap, so we're gonna get one rap album and one who knows album because i don't know what weekend's gonna do he might go rap he might go fucking pop he might go r&b we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen on don it might just be a whole nigga to be honest it might be like a movie like a like almost like lemonade it might be something like that you know which i'm down for whatever the fuck he gives us is, is gonna be enough for me um uh let's keep it i guess in music i don't want to get too sporadic and keep it kind of similar topics Kanye West so now we have potentially Donda 2 dropping we have his manager and also rest in peace Pop Smokes uh Pop Smokes manager Steven Victor 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 is the management team he spoke out publicly and said that Ye quote-unquote has started working on his new masterpiece Donda 2 it will be the first time, if we think about it to ourselves, this is not him saying it, but me thinking it will be the first time that he's released a sequel to one of his albums. He's never done a sequel. Never. Um, you can kind of call graduation, late registration, college dropout. You can kind of call it like a, almost like a trilogy because it's all had the same theme of like going to school, like a college experience. That kind of saying, like, you know, late registration caused very similar titles, similar sounds as well. Some yeah. of his best work. Um, he didn't really go too crazy with experimentation until the later albums. So you can kind of call that a trilogy, but it wasn't an official trilogy ever. He saw them as separate entities. But now we have Donda, which dropped 2021, had his talks, his reigns, potential album of the year, Grammy, who knows, right? Now we have Donda 2. But then technically, didn't we get down to two because we have a deluxe well, already? Remember, remember all the artists complaining that they that they were get left off. So the left offs might be down to two. So this might be the scraps. This might be uh, Kanye Kanye Lane demo tape, the Kanye Dark Lane demo tape, like how Drake did the left offs, the scraps. Yeah, leaks. it could be that you know. He, he said he started working on it. It could be either he started working on it where he's trying to put the pieces together or he's trying to do new music for it, you know. But at the end of the day, you got to take this shit with a grain of salt. You know, it's exciting. You know, and I know a lot of people probably, if I'm putting this in a separate clip, they're probably watching it like, damn, down to two, down to two. But it's Kanye West. This yeah, might not ever come out. How many fucking albums has he said he's going to give us? Never oh, came We had, what was it? Uh, Yandy never dropped. Uh, uh, Gandhi, Yandi Gandhi, uh, Turbo Graphics 16. Remember, because it's like yeah. it was like you know what that is? It's like an old school video game or something, like a yeah. almost like an Atari. Yeah. So it was like an homage to that. That never came out. Um, Watch the Throne 2 never came out. Um, albums, yeah. I think it was like an easiest three never came out. Yeah, what, what'd you say? There's like four or five of them. I can't remember. Yeah. All- 
it's a good amount, you know. I obviously, this is a new year, new league. We want the big major artists, you know. Hopefully, the pandemic is. I would say hopefully it slows down, but who knows? This shit is, is gonna pick up, you know. I don't know if concerts and shit is gonna come back fully again. Um, I think we need this rate. We might need another lockdown. We might need another another lockdown. But if we're looking at it objectively, optimistically, everything comes back to normal. Let's say the summertime, whatever, right? However, that that might not happen. But we have then the big artists dropping, you know, and they get to tour these albums and shit. How a lot of people said that they didn't drop because they they didn't want they couldn't do that, you know. Or Kendrick, like he didn't feel like he was right. It was yet at the time, you know, this shit's happening. He already recorded, but he didn't drop. You know, and then a lot of people kind of got forced to drop. Like, almost Drake kind of got forced because he had that sort of beef. And, like, he kept pushing the album back. And he dropped it. And now it's not sticking. So he might drop again, something. I don't so, think he's dropping this year. He might skip a year, right? That's how I'm trying to think. He might skip a year. I don't think he's I dropping. think he'll do features or maybe some songs. But I don't think he's going to drop an album. No. Maybe, like, December of this year. Of, uh, maybe, this year now. Maybe, like, the, like the little packs he did, like, with the... Diplomatic community and the other shit, whatever. Yeah, like, like the EP or some shit. Lemon pepper freestyle uh, and shit like that. Yeah, it's a good point. Like a two pack, three pack. Yeah. But as far as what will drop, we have the weekend, right? And we have Gunna. Gunna's big, but obviously the weekend's bigger. That's 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 the most shocking and biggest, you know, start of the year drop. But now Kanye adding his name to that list potentially with Donda two back to back years. I don't know. I think it's possible, obviously, because he's done this similar shit where he did the, was it, like, five albums back-to-back? Like, he did Pusha T's album, Tiana Taylor's album, uh, uh, his album, uh, his album with Pit Cuddy. Like, he did back-to-back albums. So he can produce them and drop them, but it's a matter of if these are going to be masterpiece, like, you know, Don the One potentially was to a lot of people, then I think he's going to have to take more time with it. So it might not even drop this year. Yeah. Um, but Shout out to Kanye West, Donna too. Will it come out? Comment down below. You guys, you know, share your opinion on it. How hopeful are you guys? I'm personally not that hopeful. I don't think it's really going to happen. I don't think it's going to drop. I don't think it's going to drop. I don't think it's really going to happen. At least not this year. Yeah, I think he's obviously working on it. Like, if he's around people and then he's making music and they're asking him, yo, what is this for? He's like, yo, this shit, Donna too. This Donna too. But it doesn't mean it's actually happening. Yeah, yeah. I don't think but it definitely might be like his plan right now. But yeah. his plan switches every fucking day, you know. Um, let's keep let's keep on Kanye West, not uh, change it too far. But Kanye West, for those who don't know, has been, you know, for lack of a better term and lack of a better phrase, living his best life as of lately. You know, the man is a father, and technically he's still married, but he's going through a potential divorce with. Kim Kardashian West. According to him, the Mona Lisa of our time, the real-life Mona Lisa, right? Shout out to Kim. And also attorney, or soon-to-be attorney, right? But now we have him reports. Have you seen these reports, Marlon? Aside from the ones that I noted, there was one major one, I think it was last week or two weeks ago. He bought a house across from her? Exactly. He bought a house across the street from his wife, his baby's mother, his children's mother. And Literally, supposedly across the street. There's been jokes everywhere. People have been going crazy. He's like, with, the, with the tree. Oh, <laughs> Wait, he yeah, someone like released. <laughs> yeah, someone explain it, Marlon, for those who don't know what happened. 
Uh, we're gonna have to bring it up, but it's like it's like allegedly they caught Kanye West fucking spying on Kim Kardashian's house, and it's like a, a guy dressed up as a bush and fucking running away. Oh, oh my gosh! But don't they do that in a video game? Uh, was it Fortnite? He dressed up as a bush as Fortnite skin. Oh well, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, yeah, you you could dress up as a fucking bush. Yeah. Yeah, there's another game that you can just hop in a bush and become a bush. I forgot the game. But it's like similar. Is it? Now that I think about it, that's what. But they, they, the photo was though it wasn't animated. It was like a real life photo. Like was someone real life. literally did that in real life, and like they, they used that to try to make it seem as if Kanye did that shit to Kim in her backyard or some shit. That shit was hilarious. Uh, I, I love that. That was a funny ass like joke. Um, because I don't think it's definitely not serious. Because if that would come on, um, <laughs> especially her being a lawyer, you know how the biggest lawsuit that would happen? That would be fucking crazy. Like, what the fuck? That's so fucking weird. But he is, um, it's been proven that he has purchased the property uh, next to that house that, that she currently lives in. But who knows what's going to happen? This might be a property he purchased for someone else, not for himself. Or if he did buy it for himself, it might have been something that they reached, like a mutual agreement. Like, okay, let's separate, but I still want to be around the kids. I'm going to move. I'm going to buy the house right next to you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, all right, that's fine with me. You know, little Yaddy did that shit. To flex, like he bought the ho- bought a house and then he bought the house next to his house, just to buy it and to like have friends and family live there whenever they want. Um, but Kanye's doing it, and it seems like with a purpose. And he can afford; he could probably fucking buy the whole state of Rhode Island if he fucking wanted to. Like, come on, you know, he he has the money, so money's not an issue with him. But aside from that, there's been rumors of him going on dates, and there's been images of him going on dates. Right now, there's viral images of him going on dates with i'm not even sure if we call it a date it almost looks to be honest it looks like a night one night stand type of energy he's on a balcony with these two females and i've never seen these females in my life but they definitely give model energy model vibes not necessarily famous um but they're definitely they're known though because they're known. They might be known, right? Some people know them. Like people were probably able to know them right away. I know mm-hmm. one of them that he went on the date with was a famous actress. But listen to this: that date with the famous actress Julia Fox happened after he did this shit with these girls on a, on a balcony and these two girls coming out, looking like he just came from a having like he walked out of a three way. He just had a three way three way with these girls. He woke up. He's wiping his, his teeth. What was swaying him on and be like, uh, wipe the crust out your eyes. He's wiping the crust out his eyes. Like he just, he just banged both these girls. If I'm being honest, it looks like he just banged the hell out of them. And, you know, he's a man of God. So he might have been in there preaching to them. He might have been given a. Convert yeah, them. Yeah. A what? Say it again. Trying to convert them. Trying to convert them. It is. The nation, nation of God. He might have been, or the nation, nation of Jesus. You know, uh, they might have been the people that um, everybody knows someone that needs Jesus. They, they might be the new tenants to the house across from Kim's. Exactly. He they might be, be looking out for these girls. They might be in need of money, in need of a home. So he had to interview them real quick. You know, he might have had to interview them on the couch. You know, they might have had to take him some clothes off on the couch. I don't know what happened in there. But hey, uh, <laughs> casting couch vibes he's doing his thing you know she's with Pete Davidson Kim so at the end of the day it's like um, 
what do they call it? It's this, it's the free for all. Like it's, it's ever the balls and everyone's court. They want to meet his Pete. Yeah, they want to meet his Pete. They want to see if his Davidson's Pete or Piper Peppers. You know, they want to see if his if his white whatever it is down there is blonde headed. You know, uh, they're trying to check him out, and at the end of the day, he's not necessarily cheating. There's not a cheating type of thing. He's just Kanye, and they're following him wherever he goes. So in the midst of his lifestyle right now as a bachelor, potential bachelor, I'm not sure if he can consider himself a bachelor because he has been saying we saw him with the Drake concert. Um, Kimberly, like, come back to me. So it's like you want her back, you know, but then you're doing this. But but remember, after he did that, the whole, like, well, a day later, two days later, it was like, oh, Kim Kardashian has officially, like, filed for divorce. So it was, like, kind of like, like, oh, like, Kanye, I know you said what you said at, during the thing, but guess what? He's still going through it. Yeah, it would, yeah, it's true. It's as if literally, um, damn, that is true. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, it's, damn. So maybe he didn't get, like, a, what do you call it, almost like a, a, a new awakening. Like, he's like, all right, she's definitely not trying to get, get back with me. I'm tired of fighting. So maybe he's trying to give up. Who knows, man? This is like hard. That's why he was out there with Future, and we know what Future stands for. Yeah, Oof. man. Future's a bad he was influence. Practicing Futurations. Futurations. Future's a bad influence, man. He probably told Kanye. Who men of God? Future is a guy that tells you, "I'd rather hang out. I'd rather hang with Jada than Will Smith. He'd rather hang out with Jada Pinkett Smith than Will Smith." So he'd rather fuck August Alcina than be on some Will Smith type of shit and drop a book and be emotional. Hey, whole whole energy, I guess, 2022 is, is what's happening here. Man, <laughs> and now he's also seen dating Julia Fox, which is a famous actress. I saw her in No Time to Die. No, no, no. Not, that's the no, that's a different movie. That's a John James Bond movie. She was in a different movie. I think No Sudden Move, something like that that was on Netflix this year. I have no idea what she is. And she also was, um, you watched Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler? Yes. So she was a girlfriend in that movie. Oh, she, she was, was a girlfriend. girlfriend. The one that stripped and shit was in a strip club with the weekend yeah, and shit. She, she, and she like running around doing cocaine movie. and shit. It was her. That was like her biggest moment. It's Julia Fox. Um, so Kanye had a meeting with her or a date, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Who fucking knows? They might have fucking had some, what do you call it? They might have played with their feet, some fo- footsies under, under the table. I don't fucking know, but Kanye's been on a roll. He was in Belize with um Jay Prince and Shine, and you got Jay Prince literally in the middle of the ocean in Belize. I think he had a full jean suit. He was fully clothed, I feel like, and he was pointing at a distant camera, maybe a mile away with his finger gun. I've never seen a man live and stand by a gesture his entire life. Nigga, every photo he takes, bro, is with this damn. He's like reminding you, like, I could kill you. And I might have already planned how to kill you. Like, it's crazy, bro. I've never seen this shit, man. He can't go like this. He can't throw up the peas. He can't throw up a prayer. He's straight with this Call of Duty style. It is up. It is up, nigga. It's, it's not up. even from the hip. Nigga, shoot from the hip. It's not no old town roll shit from the hip. It's it's up. No, no, no. He's shooting from the chest. That's an assassin. 
That man's an assassin, allegedly. Jay Prince, man. And he's with Kanye. And it's like, what the fuck? And then Kanye's in the water with a hoodie on. This man is everywhere. And he took a flight, and now he's in Miami with these two girls on the balcony. And then he had the, the New Year's Eve party with Future in Miami. And then he has this girl, Julia Fox, a big actress. Kanye, listen, man, I don't know. Maybe Donna 2 is a sex tape or some shit. It might, be, it might not be an album. Maybe he's talking about something else. We don't know what Donna 2 really is. He's on to some shit. Casting couch. Man, that casting couch. Bro, and he hasn't dropped no Gap. Like, that clothing hasn't really dropped. Um, he's been dropping Yeezys, but there hasn't been, like, no new, new ones, like, no new hot ones like he's planned. Um, but there's Yeezys, no matter what. He's making enough Yeezys, no matter what. Even if they don't resell necessarily, them shit sell. People buy them just because they're Yeezys, so. Yeah. Below retail, whatever, at retail on StockX, them shit still have a value, so he's still making his money. That's why he's up billions. Yeah. So everything else is like I'm pretty sure all that shit is running by itself, like the the clothes, like he probably has teams with all that. But this lifestyle that he's living, man, is really on full display. It's it's crazy. Like everywhere he goes, it's being spotted, you know. And I just pray for him, man. I hope he's okay. You know, obviously live your life, have fun. You know, you are Kanye West. Um, and there hasn't been no like outrageous reports yet. Like there hasn't been like nothing to like drugs or like nothing negative it's just been he's dating you know he's going through a divorce That's and he's it. dating people mm-hmm. you know so shout out to kanye west um i hope you get better man and if you want to do some more random shit come on our podcast let's make it more random you know what i'm saying let's keep the randomness going because you are Honestly. the most jesus christ you're one of the most random men i've seen you, in the you last decade you're gonna be on the media hard. Oh my god. Hard. Oh, oh my god, I can't do that. I can't live that lifestyle. I would I would be canceled. I would be canceled. I would be very my Spanish family would not love me ever again. Are you kidding me? Going out with multiple females? Jesus Christ. On on public eye? One of them had like her nipples out. Like she had a flannel and no bra. So she clearly she clearly did some sexual things. You know, she clearly she didn't look too bad, but let me not talk about that. She didn't look too bad. She wants to so, be. Uh, let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. Let's not get. Let's not indict the man further. He's already facing the court of public opinion. Let's not further indict the man. Um, <laughs> but speaking of divorces, another man who's going through a divorce. Um, did you ever watch the show Marvel Impractical Jokers, the comedy show? I think it was on True TV. I watch this shit when I go to the gym every all, all the time. Oh, wow. Okay, yes. So, Impractical Jokers, one of my favorite shows of all time, one of the funniest shows of all time. It was a very random style of TV shows on True TV, but it picked up very fast and had so much success that these guys have become very, very famous. They already had, like, their selected audience as far as, like, comedians because they're each individual comedians. But Impractical Jokers is, like, (coughs) a blockbuster. That's like Corona cough. A blockbuster type of show. And the success has been crazy, right? And then one of the main guys, his name is Joe Gatto. One of the funniest guys as well. I like Joe. He's, I think he might be the oldest amongst them. He gives me the oldest vibe. I think he is. Right, because he has the gray hair and everything, you know. Shout out to Joe. So he posted this on his Instagram. Hey, everyone. Sorry in advance for the long and more serious than usual note below. I just wanted to let you all know that I will no longer be involved with impractical jokers alongside my friends i'm i've devoted my 
I've devoted a decade of my life to building this franchise and couldn't be prouder of what has been accomplished. However, due to some serious issues, or to some issues in my personal life, I have to step away. Bessie and I have decided to amicably part ways. Bessie, his wife. So mm-hmm. now I need to focus on my being. I need to focus on being the best father and co-parent to our two incredible kids. Outside of my family, my relationships with Murph, Hugh, and Sal, that's the other three funny guys, have been the most important in my life. I know they will continue to make the world laugh. And even though the four of us are the ones who will, who you will all see, this show is only possible due to the hard work of the talented crew members who work behind the scenes. I'm very thankful to have worked into with each and every one of them. To all the amazing fans, thank you all for allowing me to make you laugh with the Jokers. Uh, they say laughter is the best medicine, and I hope I've been able to provide some over that last decade. Seeing you laugh has been the, my own medicine, particularly in these weird, difficult and uh, weird and difficult times we find ourselves. As I work through the challenges I'm facing, I hope to, and I'm excited to create new ways to entertain you. Much love, Joe. So then we have Joe, you know, very, very uh, classic comedy television show program. You know, the four amigos almost like the four, they give me almost like the, the three stooges, but they're the four stooges, like the three stooges type of energy. Very funny. You know, it's all really improv. Like they plan the the, the comedy setups, right? Like they do like the, you know how it is. Like it's, it's really dope, like the ideas. But yeah. then the jokes and everything that happens is improv because it's not written. Like it, you might have a crazy reaction. Someone might literally punch you in your face or this and that. It's almost like a combination of what these yeah. YouTubers and like almost like Instagram comedians do to like people on a random day, on a, on an everyday basis. But they do it in a more professional way with the camera set up, microphone, almost like punk, like an MTV punk kind of. Um, and then they do challenges with each other. So it's a, it's a phenomenal type of show. Like I can see why it was so successful and it's generated them so much money and attention. He said a decade. I didn't even think about it. Damn, yeah, it's been that long, a decade, like ten years. It's 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 playing constantly, bro. It's it's like it's like ridiculousness. It's it's always playing. Yeah, it's it's like uh, it's one of those shows that get sanctioned for like marathons all the time. It's always on reruns, always always reruns. So it's always generating them money, yep. no matter what. And the clips on YouTube go viral all the time from other old episodes etc there's so many moments it's crazy right and i remember watching it before it was even cable like oh no before it was even streaming like when it was cable when i had cable that's how long ago it was so it doesn't make sense now i think about it damn that's when i had cable and i had true tv the channel damn this shit has been a decade so you know it's, it's sad but it's also like man he is facing that divorce you know people go through shit in life at the end of the day, this is his decision. You know, he made it public. He made it professionally set. It seems like they left Amicably, uh, Amicably, like, I don't even know how to talk anymore. Just that fucking Amicably. Amicably. They left on good terms, uh, you know, with, from each other. It seems like the three other ones are going to continue the show, right? But he has is officially stepping away. You know, it might seem complete, like it's completely, you know. Um, man, prayers to him, man. Prayers to him. Joe, I hope you're, yeah, man, I hope, um, you continue to, you know, live your life. I know he does comedy and I've seen him guest, be a guest on some podcasts and stuff. So I wonder if, um, 
he's going to step away from stand-up, if he's going to step away from conversation in the public eye fully, you know, um, he might, he might not. Maybe he just didn't want to do them practical jokers. I know that shit is a lot of work. They can definitely pre-record a lot of shit, right? But that's still a lot of work. They can low-key do two seasons in one year and then take a year off. But then maybe that still was a lot of work. You know, who fucking knows? There had to be obviously a good reason. If he can't handle it, he can't handle it. But it's definitely an, an amazing classic uh, moment. Practical, impractical jokers. It's going to be hard, I guess, seeing him not be there in the newer episodes. But I feel like there's so much other episodes that, like, people really, you know, like, they're going to care about the older ones because it's so epic and so, like, yeah. 10 years. Like, come on, bro. People, come on. All these... Even new viewers are still going to know who the fuck he is because this old shit is going to continue to, you know. Exactly. I, have, I, I do believe I've seen some episodes where, like, one of them might be out for, like, a certain segment or something. They might be sick, something. So yeah. they're not always literally there, but I guess he's officially stepping away that way. He's not there for the next seasons ever. And so yeah. he might come back. Who knows? But shout out to the crew, Merck, Sal, and Joe. Uh, yeah, man, very classic, classic comedy for those who love comedy. And I know it's a, a big story right now online. People are shocked. Um, I think it broke today, the news. People were shocked. Like, what the heck? What the hell? Um, so shout out to you, Joe. Um, and I pray for you, man. I hope you push through whatever is happening in your life, man. I hope everything's actually just okay. And you just want to, you know, have some one less thing to worry about. And that's understandable as well, you know. Um, but someone else who has had something to worry about in the recent time, uh, will we'll keep it similar to music, has been Travis Scott. Travis Scott is back online. And he posted two photos. This is like a New Year's type of post. I think he posted on New Year's Day. He posted one. The first one was like always caption and like a brown heart and just him looking to the side in black and white. And then the second one was him sitting down in like a suit, almost like a New Year's fit and black and white. And on his story, he posted his daughter, Stormy, dressed up in Gucci, very dope vibe. And that was it. But this, this has been the uh, aside from the apology he posted and obviously the response uh, statement. And the Charlemagne the God interview. This has been the first time he's just actively posted on some random shit, on some having nothing to do necessarily with the Astral World tragedy. And people, to be honest, from what I've seen, have been like kind of like positively responding. Like, I think also because it's a new year. So they kind of might have the energy where it's like forgiving, like, all right, it's a new year. This is Travis Scott. He's a man, you know, maybe a lot of these people have also let their idea of what happened and what he was and maybe his hate for him is now kind of like settled back and now they're gaining more realization or like a newer opinion, you know, because more facts and everything's coming out. And they're like, you know, you know, or maybe they still might be both. They might be like, you know, he still, in their opinion, has responsibility and they want him to do some whatever i guess time in jail i don't know what these people necessarily want but there's definitely a lot of them that want something right i don't know what the fuck they want but they want something from him right and right. aside from that they might be like oh but at the same time uh he is travis i do like him i do respect him i do want him to be healthy and alive so it's like on a positive side type of thing as well where it's like it's a new year happy new year's travis scott but then who knows fucking summertime comes back they might be like fuck you travis scott again 
so this is uh interesting i do see as a sign as, as a good thing where it's like he is active he's obviously alive he's obviously posting so okay he's not dead he's not he might be still sad but he's not depressed or like in this sort of like crazy worrisome state which a lot of people assume him to be you know maybe he was and maybe he's coming out of that that's what i see it as it's almost like an upside to it rather than anything else um yeah i don't see it much deeper than that now that we're on the topic of that shit too this shit just came to mind um how similar to like how travis scott came back whatever mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know if you keep if if you keep up with you keep up with bad bunny yeah you saw how basically in december like each day he deleted like a post oh yeah he was like archiving his instagram and he deleted like every post until like at the very end he dropped like a little tr- like trilogy shit whatever so he's mm-hmm. like completely gone on instagram like he has no pictures no profile pictures but he started a tiktok mm. he started a tiktok and he posted a video over there for new year's and it just leaves me to speculate we're gonna get some we're gonna get something yeah mm-hmm. yeah and like i said earlier i think it's gonna be a big year like travis scott had his moment right with actual tragedy but he was gearing up for an album uh utopia alleged mixtape dystopia so he was gearing up for multiple projects allegedly but they didn't drop because obviously what happened we had singles mafia um and damn, i forgot the other uh escape plan yep. it was like a two-pack single strong i think it was strong but then obviously this shit happened so at the end of the day lives matter more than fucking songs who gives a fuck about songs you got children fucking dying yeah you know so that's that makes common sense but then at the end of the day we do have to get back to the art and that's what he does best is music maybe a new project that has nothing to do with utopia that might be scrapped or maybe he changes the direction of utopia but either way, I do think that we might get something where it's like apologetic, reflective, and maybe taking some responsibility in his music. I don't know. That might not work well in court. But then legally, he has to see what the fuck he can't even drop or say in his music. So would, he might not drop shit. It would be dope if he does drop something to have it go to the families of the lost ones. Yeah, like maybe a whole album that all the money generated is going to go to the families. You know, whether they accept the money or not, this is that money for you guys. This money is going to be held here for you guys to be distributed equally amongst the families whenever you guys want it. That could happen. And if that does happen, I think people will support it because Travis Scott sells a lot of records no matter what. But if he does that with that effort, I think those records will skyrocket. And he'll sell so much, it will be fucking crazy. Um, so I do hope something like that does happen. You know, Bad Bunny definitely is going to drop because that bunny does not stop dropping he dropped three albums and then he dropped you're not goonie it's not even on any of the albums and it's his biggest song of all time randomly after the albums so these artists are so big that they just do what the fuck they want at this point it's fucking crazy this shit gonna be big i have a feeling this shit this shit gonna go crazy it's gonna be a big year for music bro i'm excited i'm excited um let's talk about uh similar to music these people in the fucking well, The Rock is a rapper, I guess, now. we So we're still on music because The Rock is about drive, it's about power. 
Shout out to The Rock. I interviewed, I interviewed Tech Nine. Check out tech, uh, the interview with Tech Nine if you guys haven't yet. It's on our YouTube channel. The Tech Nine interview reacting to The Rock's verse on his song. Um, classic, classic moment for The Rock. Classic moment for hip hop. Classic moment of 2021. But The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, has this beef with Vin Diesel amongst the fast, uh, I guess, Fast and Furious series, we can call it, the sagas, everything that's been happening. They obviously work together, but then they had their fights, allegedly strong conversations, behind the scenes, differences. And I think their characters on the actual movie, what is it again? Are they, no, they're not brothers. They're just, um. No, no, no. Uh, the Rock is uh, hunting them down. He's a cop. Yes. You know, and then obviously Vin Diesel. Oh, enemies. Yeah, technically, <laughs> but, but The Rock helped him in like two of the movies, and I yeah. think pretty much, I don't think he's part of the the force anymore. I think on the last one, if I remember correctly, but their whole beef really caught me off guard because we've always known The Rock and Tyrese have beefed. Yes, that's true, mm-hmm. right? That's why The Rock wasn't in the last movie because Tyrese was in it. That but, is true. And, and and I've seen, like, before the last movie dropped, there was, like, videos of legit Vin Diesel with The Rock riding around in scooters and shit and, like, joking around and showing around, like, like the set and everything. So it's, like, their beef yeah. really caught me off guard. Yeah, <laughs> and there was a post. So this is the most recent of their beef. For those who don't know, Vin Diesel made a public post on, I believe his Instagram, the caption read, my little brother Dwayne, the time has come, the world awaits the finale of Fast Five, which would be the 10th movie and supposedly the last movie in the Fast and Furious saga, unless they start doing prequels and like little side stories and shit. Wow. They already did the Hobbs and Shaw shit. I, so I they probably do well, but this will probably be definitely the last one of the official Fast and Furious, right? Fast 10. He mm-hmm. said, as you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne. There's not a holiday that goes by and we don't send you well wishes, but the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told you years ago I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo, which is Paul Walker. That's what Vin Diesel call him, Pablo. And, okay, damn, so he went deep with that. I say this out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played by no other. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. So he kind of put him in the hot seat. That was a crazy post, right? But then people kind of assume, like, all right, Dwayne probably saw that, and they're probably on back on board, right? They're probably – it's kind of like a, ah, oh, like a very, like a tough just, type of It's post. just like we, – we know Dwayne, right? We know, like, the post that he puts, he's, like, very, like, like telling people, like, inspirational and all of this shit, and it's like, I get you have beef with Tyrese, and Tyrese can be, you know, you know, a little – but it's like – fuck man can y'all really not squash that shit and you actually because like i said he wasn't the last one now that i remember he was not in the last one because tyrese was there so it's like yeah, i get yeah. why vin diesel would be like yo bro show up to the 10th one it's like you feel yeah. me and then and then according to tyrese where i remember when the last uh rollout for the new fast and furious movie that just came out last year we had him say like him and the rock are cool now or something they had like a conversation a phone call all multiple phone calls but maybe they're not that cool. Who knows the real true story, right? But the actual problem seems to be the differences between Dwayne and Vin. 
Here is Dwayne in a new interview, brand new interview that came out, exclusive interview with CNN. Hmm. He said, responding to the the post that happened in um, November, he said, I was very surprised by Vince's post. This past June, before the post, I guess, when Vin and I actually connected, not over social media, I told him directly and privately that I would not be returning to the franchise. I was firm yet cordial with my words and said I would be always supportive of the cast and always root for the franchise to be successful. But there was no, no chance I would return. I was about to say no chance in hell. He didn't say that, but it kind of, he gave me that energy. No chance in hell. Uh, Do you smell what the rock is cooking? I, I don't get why not, though. Listen, he you said was- I privately spoke with my parents, or uh, parents, my partners at Universal as well, all of whom were very supportive. So he's saying I spoke with uh, the cast you know, the main guy, which has been, and he, I spoke with the legal team that behind the, the actual thing. But right. This was the most important thing that he said. He said, Vin's recent public post was an example of his manipulation. He's talking about the November post. So he's accusing Vin Diesel of being manipulative. I didn't like that he brought up his children in the post, as well as Paul Walker's death. Leave them out of it. We had spoken months ago about this and came to a clear understanding. My goal all along was to end my amazing journey with the incredible Fast and Furious franchise with gratitude and grace. It's unfortunate that this public dialogue has muddied the waters. Regardless, I'm confident in the Fast universe and its ability to constantly deliver for the audience. I truly wish my former co-stars and crew members the best of luck and success in the next chapter. Wow. So that was a mouthful. It's tough, man. It's tough because it's like his character's huge, bro. His character's huge. And aside from his character being huge, he is the biggest blockbuster actor in the world. I think like three years back to back, the highest paid, highest grossing actor. Yeah. But that, so that would help the franchise obviously to get more sales, more views, even though it doesn't necessarily need help. This is kind of like how he said, because he knows that that franchise is strong. It is strong. We saw the numbers last year. Crazy. I think it was the number one in, in the world the whole year. Yeah. So, or no, no, I think I think Spider-Man passed them. Yeah, Spider-Man passed them. There was a Spider-Man passed them. Yep. But they were they were number two. They were still up there. About to hit a billion. But when it came to now this new movie that to end it all, it would be perfect to bring him back, right? Because you want the full nostalgia. Like they they've been trying. Like they had the Bow Wow. They had the other actor actor from um the Tokyo, Tokyo movie. Drift, yeah. They had um new actors, Cardi B. Like they're trying to make it like very epic because we're gonna end it epic, right? People make fun of it. Uh, it's too much. It's not a fucking well written. Like it's not a good drama. Whatever. Okay, I get that. But it's a fucking blockbuster movie, and that you're gonna get blockbuster moments. So why not go big blockbuster with Dwayne Johnson? But he doesn't want to be a part of it. Money, I don't think is an issue. Has to be some personal shit because they could pay him whatever the fuck he wants. He'll ask any number, they'll give it to him. So it has to be some personal shit. This post that Vin did was very... I, I agree with him, man. It, it, like, he's trying to use Paul Walker, and, like, that was yeah, kind of nasty. I, I see what he's trying to say, yeah. 100%. I like Vin, though. I like him as a human. But that was kind of nasty. That was kind of nasty, bro. Like, because it's like... Because you know you're going to get people's sympathy with that. Because you're going to be like, damn. People are going to comment, Yeah, come do on. Do it for Pablo. Do it for Paul. Yeah. Bro, that, that might have been too far. Because if you guys really did talk, you don't got to post that shit, you know? But then I get, Vin is like, I got to pull all cards. Like, I got to pull everything to make it happen, you know? Because technically, if it does come out, the movie, 
it'll probably come out 2023, right? So they would have to film it this year. So they yeah, would have to get going on that. Coming on next year. So they would have to get going on that. And it's COVID, so they got to get going fast. You know, so, I, hey, man, it's sad to see. Uh, listen. Bro, fuck. I'm a huge fan. Like, come on. Yeah, that's like that's Paul Walker's heart. cars right there. Yeah. You yeah, part, yeah, literally behind you. You're, and you're, Legit, it's over the Supra, the Eclipse. Like, I'm a huge fan. It sucks, yeah. but fuck it, man, I guess. Like, it sucks. It, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. So, listen, Vin, Dwayne, I hope you guys work it out. It's fucking crazy. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. At the end of the day, jokes aside, this is a very um classic series. These are classic actors, classic human beings. Even the biggest like meme from all this, probably of all time, has been like, like um Vin Diesel doing um the family thing. Like it's a, it's, it's a what did he say? What's the actual phrase? Damn. It's like it's family. It's about family or something like it. for the family. Do it for the family. Yeah, it's, it's always it's always revolving family. Family. Yeah, always revolving around family, which is a crazy thing because it's such a positive thing, and that's what the the meme. That's the biggest like joke of the, this the whole entire series. Was a positive thing like everything he does is for family because that's the plot line of like the main movie yeah. like for family and he always keeps that up for family that shit always hit man when when they had the little family dinner bro that shit always to me bro that shit makes me tear up man because it's like yeah. it's such like a like a overlooked thing but it's so fucking meaningful especially yeah. on the last one if you haven't watched it you fucking suck but i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm a spoil it spoil it fuck it at the very end bro when they're having the little dinner and he's like hold up we're missing someone and then Paul Walker's Blue Art 34. Nigga, I started crying, bro. Woo! I was like, dang. I was like, oh, probably definitely. What was our theory? Probably his uh, his son, right? Um, or his brother. Or his brother, right? Probably I do know they use they use his brother for like the yeah. face swap thing. Yeah, they use Cody. But they probably could they probably could use Cody for like his actual being now. Yeah. You no. Know, we'll see, man. Uh that's gonna be interesting. Um, don't fucking Go crazy, Vin and Dwayne. I don't want to see you guys like imagine like a fist fight or a boxing match. It's not gonna be Shaw versus Hobbs. It's gonna be Hobbs versus Vin, bro. Because we're talking about The Rock versus Riddick. You ever watched The Chronicles of Riddick? Vin Diesel movie, Riddick. Oh my God, Riddick. That was like a classic before like his Fast and Furious run or during. That was I think it might have been during, but Riddick is like classic. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, man, Vin Diesel, whew, buff guys. We don't want to see those guys go at it. <laughs> but aside from that, um, ending it with two, the two last topics, real quick. Antonio Brown. For those who don't know who Antonio Brown is, from uh, Marlon, you might not be familiar with Antonio Brown, right? Because you don't watch football. No. So Antonio Brown <clears throat> is one of the most famous football players of all time, and one of the best, if not arguably, he could be, but. People were refuted the best wide receiver of all time. Very talented, very elite. He's like, um, I don't know who to compare him to in soccer. Uh, I can maybe say like, because uh, he's still young. So maybe like almost like uh, is it, uh, Neymar. Neymar Jr. is a good comparison. Neymar, when he started, he was, he was really good. He's, 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 you can see that he's still good. He's still good. Don't get me wrong. But in soccer, especially when you don't have the people to play with, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, you need a good team. You need a good collective. So right now he's playing <clears throat> for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady as his quarterback. They won a Super Bowl last year together. It was Antonio Brown's first Super Bowl. So he's a Super Bowl winning champion. Uh, and aside from that, he's amongst the best of the best. Like his team, they might not win the championship this year, but they're up there. They're on. They're on. They're on pace too. They could. They could win it again back to back. Who knows? This is a, a very tricky NFL season. Um, but Antonio Brown has always been in the face of public opinion, like because of everything that he does, he always like has random a- uh, antics. Um, alleged, um, alleged, uh, I think domestic violence case or something. Allegedly, uh, we had him actually recently. I think last month or two months ago, a fake vaccination card. He he brought into the NFL like a fake vaccine card and he got like fined or, or was going to get fined, something like that for that. People were like, what the fuck is going on? He always has something. He's a rapper. So he randomly raps and he randomly has rap tracks, you know? Um, and he's just a big name. A, his, they call him AB. You know, you know, you're big when people call you by your initials instead of your actual uh, real name, you know, AB. But there's two ABs that we're talking about because we do have the boxer, Adrian Broner. Uh, who's also be going off the off the hinges and like be rapping too, like they're very similar. <laughs> like they have very similar careers, which is pretty crazy. Um, and they're young and amongst the best, right? Because Adrian Brown is he's up there, but uh, Antonio Brown, nonetheless, he had um a, a well many a calling, and you could call a breakdown during the game. He literally, I think it was during the third quarter. I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong. He literally took off his jersey his entire, like, gear, his pads, everything, his helmet, everything, and just threw it on the sideline and just ran off towards, like, the, I think, the offensive side. So, like, towards his team's, uh, the way team. So, his team, Tampa Bay's locker room. And he walked off, waving at fans. And he walked into the, like, he left. Like, he left the game fully. And some of the players, before he took everything off, was, like, kind of talking to him, trying to calm down. But then he still left. And the world was shocked and confused. And many were pissed off, especially if you're like you're like a diehard uh football fan, because you're like, one, again, A B strikes again, right? Another answer, right? Not even just another answer, the biggest of them all. Two, you don't do that to your team during a game. You're I believe they are they were already winning. You already had some catches. He had some catches uh during the previous quarters, right? Because that was one of his things recently where He's always felt like that on teams that he's been on. Because with football, this is the way it works. It's like, obviously, you have the quarterback and the receivers, but then the receivers, whether you're a tight end or your wide receiver, they feel sometimes, especially if you're like a prime athlete, right? Especially famous, like AB, you feel like, damn, why aren't you throwing a ball to me? Like, you kind of like feel like left out by your quarterback or your coach or some shit, right? And he's, and he's always kind of said that, like, with the, he left the Steelers, I think, with uh, Ben Roethlisberger for that reason. Or one of the reasons was that um, they had like a lot of differences because of that type of energy he would display. Recently, he had that, um, but it wasn't necessarily with Brady. Uh, allegedly, there's rumors, but that's the thing. When a lot of this is confirmed, unconfirmed, well, you can check it up for lack of better information. We could say that he did have some sort of differences with them. But let's say he that was the case. During this game specifically, he did get some passes. So mm-hmm. it wasn't as if like he didn't get no passes or nothing. He was being used. Right, and he got some good yardage. Not a crazy amount, but he got good yardage so far. Um, but maybe he does feel this type of way, and he's on some like, "Yo, I'm out of here." Like he literally snapped in that moment. This is some of the craziest shit, if not the craziest shit, we've seen in modern sports. 
especially in the most recent years, this man literally leaving. And now, literally after the game, his coach said he's no longer a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Literally firing him as, like, publicly, like, maybe not on um, paper, maybe as of today, like a day later, he probably did it like, legally. But literally in public, in the public eye, is like his career went from 100 to zero, like this. And now is as if he might not ever play in the NFL because you have such a already troubled past. People like you as a receiver. You're an amazing receiver, but you have a very troubled past. Um, and it's like difficult. You're difficult to work with. And this is seen similar uh, with Kyrie, almost with like Ben Simmons, because Ben Simmons has like a lot of mental health type of uh, energy and like he's going to therapy. Antonio Brown, you could kind of equate that to that. Like, he needs mental help. He needs therapy. You know, he needs rigorous help, I would say. And you want him to be healthy. Like, that's what Tom Brady said after, right? Tom Brady wasn't necessarily mad. He said he didn't find out until after the game. He was like, oh, I didn't even know until after. And, you know, we have friendships that last long. Basically saying he's still friends with him. And he's like, you know, I, I just wish the best for him. We got to make sure that he's okay. Yeah. And we got to make sure we got to acknowledge that there's some serious things happening here. So, sports aside, AB needs some help, right? But just sports, this is the craziest thing any NFL player could do to their career. It's like literally shooting yourself in the foot. Like, you're doing it in the public eye. You're literally looking at the camera. It's like as if he knew, like, yo, I'm done, and this is it. Like, bye. And then he literally dropped a track, a rap record, hours after <laughs> That same night, but he didn't talk about nothing that happened. It was like an older song. But it was like, what the fuck is going on? And he was seen like on an elevator with like a random white guy. And the white guy was like, yeah, something, something. And then AB was like, yeah, super gremlin. And then he posted a photo. And, he, and the only post that he posted after this so far has been a photo with like his outfit for that day. And he posted super gremlin. So it's like, what? Wait, okay, you're a Kodak black man. We get that. But it's like, what the fuck he is signed, going on here? He signed into a sniper game? He signed into, like, what's he trying to say? Is this like a rollout? Like, what is going on? And then we have Kodak tweeting and, like, acknowledging AB and, like, saying, like, no one does that for no reason. Um, he's He clearly needs some help. Let's not ignore it. Uh, something, something. And it's like, damn, now you got Kodak being more conscious than ever. Kodak doesn't even talk like this. So, <laughs> Maybe he's being biased, obviously, because he's like, yo, this motherfucker shot me out, Super Gremlin. They might know each other behind the scenes. Who knows? Yeah. But I know AB has a troubled past. You know, he was a single father, I believe, at one time to his child. Um, he's from the hood. He's, he's said it on many occasions. He grew up rough, right, obviously. But aside from that, he has faced a lot of head-on collisions. So a lot of people are alluding that this could be CTE. CTE being the side effects of concussions and, like, what happens in football, which a lot of people suffer from years later, and it can happen at a young age. You know, Aaron Hernandez, there was rumored to be like, that's why he committed suicide, and that's why he was going crazy because he has the CTE, you know. So, who knows? I hope he gets checked for CTE, he gets checked for bipolar, everything, because I hope the man is going to be okay. He's definitely one of my favorites. Um, I kind of like this fucking crazy energy that he'd be doing because it brings like attention to him, to him. It's, it's kind of like it's, it's entertaining to be selfish for one second it's like entertaining it's not just this simple football like uh strategic it's kind of like causing like a disruption like you need right. a disruptor sometimes and he's that disruptor right so i like that 
And it's almost like, wow, like what a way to start the year. Like his, that photo of him, like going like that with his shirt off on the field is like iconic now to start the year. It's like, this is how we're going to start the year. It's 2022 with a bang. Like what the fuck? And it's almost like resembling of like a lot of what a lot of people wish they could, they would do, they could do. Like if you're at your job and you're tired of working there or some shit and you just want to fucking leave and you just leave, like you quit during the actual job. That takes a lot of courage. You know, you got to have a backup plan. You know, you gotta be ready. You gotta be ready for that type of shit. Or you just don't give a fuck about anything. You just don't give a fuck about nothing. You know, so this is A B, his situation. So I pray for the man. I hope he pulls through. I hope everything um turns out to be on the brighter side of things and not the negative side of things because he seems to be active and he seems to be healthy. He's posting and shit. So he could be healthy like physically and obviously, you know, financially he'll figure it out, but mm-hmm. he might not be mentally. You know, this is signs of that because it is disrespectful to the team. It is disrespectful to the league. And it is disrespectful to, you know, to your fans to some degree. If you're like fans of the team, especially, it is disrespectful. But to each their own, you know, he's going to do it himself. He's going to do what the fuck he wants. And I kind of like that as well. So it's a double-edged sword for me. So comment down below how do you guys feel about the A-B situation. Very, very big topic this week. Uh, big topic this year especially this part that you've heard the biggest topic. And to continue, the last topic in his sports, Jake Paul has offered Dana White a deal, basically a plan. This is a plan. He posted it on his Twitter um, and it's in his notes. And it reads almost like a bet, I guess. Or like, a, what do you call it? Like um, an ultimatum. Like, this is what we want. I want you to do, right? He told Dana White, which is the president of the UFC, for those who don't know, Dana White. And Jake Paul is now his one of the biggest, if not the most famous boxer in the world. Who would have thought it, right? U2 return, mega boxer. Increased minimum fighter pay for the UFC fighters is what he told Dana White. Number one, increase it to 50000 Right now, it's currently at 12000 So he wants fighters to get paid more in the UFC. That's one thing. Guarantee the UFC fighters 50% of the UFC annual revenues. Um, they made, the UFC made, one billion dollars in 2021. So he's he's looking at facts and shit. He's looking at facts. He's getting his numbers right. That's a lot of money, bro. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. They made a lot of money. That's another thing. A lot of these promises might be far fetched. Fifty percent of 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 one billion dollars. That's half a billion dollars. So then that would mean that all the fighters get that half a billion dollars. That's impossible. No one's getting that's that's not happening, bro. And even the biggest fighter, McGregor, is not even fighting right now. So that's not that's so. And these fighters, if they don't all come come together and like stand out, if they're okay with getting paid what they're getting paid with, then it's not really Jake Paul. Jake Paul's place to come in and try to change shit. But I get it. He's trying to be, you know, he's trying to bring up. He's trying to make make people talk about it like we are. Like he's trying to right, right, bring right. attention to himself. Number three, provide long term health care for all fighters. You previously said uh, that brain damage is a part of the gig. Imagine the NFL saying that. There are many USC alumni who publicly said they're suffering from brain damage. I do agree with that one. Yeah. The USC should definitely provide long-term health care for all the fighters before <laughs> and after their careers, even when they retire. Maybe let's say they have to fight two, three years. You can do something like that. But if they fight for two, three years, give them the health care for the rest of their life because you guys have the money to. That's not, it doesn't have to be top of the line health care. Give them at least the minimum. Right, guaranteed. And he told Dana White, you have five days to accept this and implement it by March 31st. Once you do this, I'll retire from boxing and I'll become um, 
a part of the UFC, and I'll fight Jorge Masvidal. And he said to all UFC fighters, it's time to take a stand, blah, blah, blah. Basically saying what I told you right now. Like, he, he wants fighters to come together type shit. Right, right? Right. Former, former union. Like, back him up, but also back themselves up. Make him not sound dumb, you know, or sound wrong. Now, Dana White responded. And Dana White said, basically, no. Like, um, like I made a bet with you, which was get tested for steroids because I think you're taking steroids. Because he says that Dana White <laughs> does crack cocaine so he's like dana get tested for coke like get tested and then dana was like well no i've been telling you let's let's get tested let's have you tested every time you fight or or like let's do testing sporadically like let me test you for steroids and i guess jake paul hasn't necessarily agreed to that but now he did tweet like i'll do it blah blah blah, right but then this is just like a big back and forth that might just lead to nothing like it's just attention for both sides because dana's not gonna do this shit that he's he wants him to do that's so too much. Maybe if you just said one of them. Half a you know, bill, bro? Half of that's not realistic. Come on. Not right now. If they were generating like five billion dollars a year, then maybe, you know, but one billion dollars a year, half a bill, that's not happening. That's half of their that's not gonna happen. No. That's not realistic. I think obviously it should happen, but you, you can't pro- like that's not I don't even think like in the league, NFL or NBA, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think that's the case. That that because they generate way more money than they're paying people. They do pay people a lot. Like they'll be like a bum, quote unquote bum in the NBA, and they'll get paid like one twenty million. Like what the fuck? You'll be like, what people get mad all the time, but it's because they have so much money and they can do it, and they want to guarantee the players to stay on right. the team. And they overpay them, right? And they sometimes they believe in the future, but you know sometimes they it's proven wrong. Like look at Ben Simmons now. Like he got paid so much, and look what's happening. Like you never know what can happen. So this is crazy. Jake Paul, again, after the knockout, now back in the public eye with another controversial topic and controversial uh, headline. Now, I do think it'll be interesting to see him fight in the UFC. I want to see him that, that happen. I want to see him get knocked. He'll get knocked the fuck out. If he goes to the UFC, that's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. Because in boxing, it hasn't happened. But he hasn't necessarily faced a boxer. Bro, in UFC, he gets fucking kicked, bro. <laughs> Fucking done, bro. He can even do it with the people he's already faced. So he, who was the uh, Tyron Woodley? He could do Tyron Woodley third rematch, but in the UFC. Ooh, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not happening though because that's why um, Floyd Mayweather was gonna supposedly do it, but that's why these people aren't. Then none of them are doing it because, <laughs> listen, you're you're getting knuckles in the UFC, bro. It's a different level. It's real fighting. It's like you're punching skin to skin. Well, yeah. a, they have gloves, but come on. Those are like condoms. And they no boxing gloves. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're, they're thin enough. They're probably thick enough, obviously, to not produce like as much damaging cuts as you can. But I think the real intention is to protect the people's bones, their, their hands, more than the person's face. Bro, you're getting kicked. <laughs> Because Jake, Jake got his skin, his fucking uh, forehead cut open like a vagina yeah. with the boxing glove. So imagine in the UFC. Getting imagine in the UFC. fucking picked up and slammed, getting thrown against a fucking fence. Come on. You're oh. going to eat shit, bro. Anyone. Yeah. Anyone will eat shit. I will never do UFC, bro. I told you, I was like, I'll do. They tell me I'm going to pay you. Go get knocked out first round boxing. Do it. UFC, hell no. Hell no. Probably going to pass away. 
Yeah, that shit ain't happening, man. That's not that's doing um, it, bro. not doing that's a it. tough one. That's a tough one, man. It's a like guarantee that it's like and it it would have to be like weird like stipulations. Like I'm pretty sure like will he go all the rounds? Like it will it'll be crazy. Like that would be crazy. Um, like, bro, a lot of UFC fights end in one round. That's more common in UFC than in boxing. Like, I think Conor McGregor had that fast. I think the fastest knockout of all time. He knocked someone out, like, in a couple seconds, like, right away. Like, it's like, that could happen in UFC, bro. Not in boxing. If you get lucky, maybe, yeah, you hit someone in the temple right away. <laughs> but reality is, in UFC, that's more than likely to happen. You know, so now we have um, Jake Paul. And he's definitely, like, look at, like, if you look at his bio, Literally, his bio on Twitter says, I'm ready, Dana. DM for address. Like, he's literally waiting for this guy's response. He tweeted today, three days left on my offer, Dana. I'll retire from boxing forever. You're running out of time. And then uh, yesterday, you're uh, four days left from my offer, Dana. Waiting for you to accept and yes, and send over the contract. Dana and, uh, and Floyd should be best friends. They don't pay anyone. He's still, like, coming at people. Oh, because, yeah, Logan Logan Paul did allege that Floyd Mayweather didn't pay him yet for the fight, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Pay, which makes no sense to me. He's like, what the fuck? How do you not get paid from that fight yet? Like, what the I hell? Doubt. That probably was a bigger fight than the Jake Paul fight. Like, what the hell? And also, to end the, to end the topic, it was like, um, so there's a rumor going around. I don't know if you saw it. So Jake Paul supposedly only sold this saying 59K uh, pay-per-view buys. Some crazy number like that. He's uh, denying it. That's why Dana was like, oh, like, you're, you're doing this because you can't sell pay- pay-per-views and you want to fight Mr. Pay-Per-View. Exactly. So that's what he's saying. That's what he's using against him. It's like this rumor that's going on. Because I believe um, his fight, one of his fights generated, I think the first Willie fight generated like half a, what, no, like 500,000 pay-per-view buys, something like that, like half a million, something like that, like a crazy number. But then he's saying, like, this one didn't do that high, but it did high, supposedly, he said, right? I don't know, man. I don't think it did that low. That's a low-ass number. I think that's some, like, clickbait uh, fucking bullshit that they do, you know, to, like, create um, headlines, rumors. But I don't think it, if it's not that high, like half a million, mm-hmm. it's probably, what, 200,000? Who knows? This fight wasn't as anticipated. Because it was supposed to be with another fighter, Tommy Fury, the actual boxer. So then he backed out because of what happened to him, his eye, whatever. Oh, yeah. And then we had Tyron Woodley. No one really wanted like wanted that fight again. They wanted it, but not now. Maybe like a planned, properly promoted one. But then the knockout made the fight bigger. So even though he didn't sell that much pay-per-views, this fight, the knockout, the highlights, all that shit generated more promotion than any one of his fights, maybe all of them just combined, because that knockout was crazy. It was bigger than the Nate Robinson shit. The Nate Robinson shit was big, but this this shit was bigger. This shit was bigger. This shit was everywhere. The Nate Robinson shit was big, though. That shit was big. I ain't gonna lie, though. That Nate Robinson shit was big. Uh, that was a big meme. Yeah, the, the memes. The memes. The memes, man. So, <clears throat> you know, there we have it. What will happen? I do not know. Um, But I guess let's just keep waiting to see these fights happen and let's keep watching men knock each other out because that's what we like you know we like the violence <laughs> why not you know <laughs> uh i don't see why not i guess you know so there we have it uh comment down below how do you guys feel about jake paul is he the ultimate villain right now in the culture and does he even you know do you guys know him as 
a YouTuber or not. I feel like a lot of people probably know him as a boxer now more than he ever was a YouTuber. Like, this career has been, like, even bigger. Like, his YouTuber career has almost been erased. Like, you have to kind of know about that to know about it. Like, the Team 10 and his brother and all that shit that they did years ago. This shit has blown it out the water. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. It's remarkable to see. So, mm-hmm. we shall await the next fight by Jake Paul. Um, And there we have it, guys. Episode 12 of Cap, the CA podcast. Another week, we came back. Zoom edition during the COVID outbreak happening amongst our families, friend groups. And, yeah, we're here. We made sure to give you guys another episode. And, yeah, comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. Let us know how bad it was. <laughs> uh, how annoying the audio was. How annoying the video was. Listen, we fucking know. We're not dumb. I feel the same way when, like, um, uh, other people do the Zoom shit. Yeah. Uh, we know this is hey. way less quality than the other shit when we do in the studio. Come but on. hopefully we'll be in the studio next week. Yeah. And aside from that, even when we do the high quality shit, who, who is as high quality as us? Not very much people. We got to keep it honest. Our production and shit has to get more respect on its name on some Birdman shit. You know, we have to fucking call Birdman to fucking drop a video for us to promote that shit because our production studio is top tier. And, you know, to get even more top tier, we're going to need your guys' support. All the videos, everything that we do are going to be on a high-end level, exclusive, new different type of content level on the Patreon. Dropping this Friday from this recording date of January 3rd, so on Friday, I believe it's the 7th, uh, I believe, of January 2022, the Patreon will be public, so if you guys are fans of us, go support us, definitely go watch the Patreon clips, the exclusive clips, I'm going to have the Trippy Red interview that was deleted from YouTube, I'm going to have it segmented, and you're going to be able to watch eventually the full interview mm, Yeah, that, that was perfect. Perfect. You know, so we got a lot of exclusive shit, you know. We got a lot of shit, man. I definitely want to go watch that shit. That's a big one, you know. I'm going to have to go back and watch it myself. Like, there's probably so much. Yeah, we have to put all the artist shit that we got then. Yeah, probably. I could do, like, a lot of, like, um... I'm not going to say no more. Yeah. I no more. Oh, I might have to get the Drake. Oh, hold on. Oh. I'm not going to say no more. <laughs> We call him Aubrey. Let's not say no more. Oh, we call him Aubrey. Uh, no more. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there we have it. Um, get well soon. If any of you guys are dealing with COVID, um, or know someone that's get uh, dealing with COVID, we hope that they de- they get well soon and that you stay well, you stay healthy, be cautious, stay on your t- uh your tens and twos. That's not even a phrase. I just made that shit up. But stay <laughs> tens and twos, nigga. What is that? <laughs> Two random numbers. Oh my god. Your P's and Q's. That's what I meant. P's and Q's, like little movie says. Oh my god. Tens and twos. Um, just that COVID head in me. Um, oh. Oh. Oh shit. I held it in for too long. (laughs) (laughs) But let's end this shit before we infect everyone watching and listening. Guys, much love as always. Subscribe, hit the comments, hit the like button, leave a good review if you're listening to it on the audio platform. And we'll be back soon again. Sound and Marloon Cap. Out this bitch. Love you guys. They gonna love me for my ambition.